Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Valve is making some fascinating moves in the handheld PC space. For July 15th, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name is Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we'll run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. I apologize for any noise behind me. My neighbors have got some landscaping going on today. Just what you have to deal with when you do a daily podcast. Coming up, GameStop has officially launched its NFT marketplace. We'll check in on how that's going. Plus, mobile game spending looks like it's taken a bit of a dip. Valve seems to be taking a new approach when it comes to their Steam Deck competitors. GPDHK is a handheld PC manufacturer who has successfully crowdfunded many handheld PCs over the years. This time around, GPD is working on funding the WinMax 2 and got an interesting question from one of their backers, asking if the WinMax 2 will support Valve's Steam OS, which GPD replied with, quote, As of March this year, Valve contacted us about a cooperation proposal. But for this cooperation, Valve needs to match the appropriate Steam OS system for our 6800U handheld. We need to provide the device to Valve officially, and Valve has to improve the SteamOS system for the 6800U handheld. This process may take half a year. Valve did comment on making SteamOS available for everyone, but not for GPD specifically, saying, quote, We're excited to eventually make SteamOS available for all devices, including handheld PCs manufactured by other companies. Look, I've got to commend Valve for even entertaining this idea. Not just because I'm a Steam Deck owner and I love the hell out of the system, but because Valve is breaking the norm of keeping everything in in-house secret, which is smart regardless of the hardware that's being used. Valve will continue to make profit off of every game purchase that's made on their Steam OS. And if Valve starts supporting every handheld PC, 
Steam becomes the de facto marketplace for handheld PC systems, edging out competition from Epic, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. As GameStop lays off employees and replaces some senior staff this week, GameStop did exactly what I predicted on Monday. They launched their stupid f***ing NFT marketplace. The one thing GameStop did right when launching their NFT marketplace was making some of the stats public. On its first day, GameStop sold 1,835 Ethereum worth of NFTs, or about 1.98 million real dollars, which sounds like a lot of sales in just one day, but GameStop only takes a 2.25% cut of those transactions, meaning GameStop only took home $44,500. The second day of GameStop's NFT marketplace sold an estimated $823,000 worth of NFTs, which translates to just $18,000 in profit for GameStop. While it's really too early to start speculating on if GameStop's NFT marketplace is already on the decline in two days, the NFT and cryptocurrency market are decimated at this point. Crypto miners are selling off their graphics cards as fast as possible, and Ethereum in particular has been in a steady decline since its peak last November of $4,865, all the way down to $1,088 yesterday. For the record, that's a 68% drop in just eight months. So GameStop pushing into crypto bullshit doesn't really make sense to me. Strictly from a business point of view, there are no profits to be made here, which is probably why GameStop laid off a number of people this week when launching this scam. The digital intelligence and analytics firm Sensor Tower released a new report on mobile game spending globally. Consumers have spent about $41.2 billion in mobile gaming so far this year, which is, by the way, a 6.6% decrease year-over-year year compared to the first half of 2021. Sensor Tower's report also shows that the Google Play Store only generated $15.6 billion of that $41 billion total. Sensor Tower's report continues to detail the games with the highest revenue. The top two for the first half of 2022 are Honor of Kings, amassing $1.4 billion in revenue, and PUBG Mobile, who took home $1.1 billion. Both games are owned by Tencent. Hoyo vs. Geshin Impact takes third, generating $936.2 million. Fourth is Activision Blizzard's Candy Crush Saga with $593.5 million. And fifth, Roblox made $576.5 million in revenue so far. Sensor Tower's report doesn't really explain the possible reasons for why spending in the mobile games market has fallen 6.6 year over year. But if I had to speculate, there are a number of reasons for this. But skyrocketing inflation eating up people's disposable income might be the biggest culprit. Not an economist, but that would be my best bet. All right, it's Friday, and this is where we check out a iTunes or Apple podcast review. And we've also added Audible reviews to the list, too. And our review today comes from Audible. Thank you, David Johnson, for being our very first Audible review, who gave us five stars for overall performance and story. 
concise gaming news with editorial sprinkles, a quick cast packed with info, not overstuffed with fluff or outrageously sensationalized like some clickbait major gaming sites. It's perfectly sized for taking in a bunch of news over breakfast or any routine or ritual that kicks off your literal or figurative start of your day. Keep on rocking. Let's play. Thank you so much, David. That was a wonderful review. If you'd like to leave us a review that we'll read here on the show, you can head on over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, leave one there, or be like David and head to Audible and leave us a review there. All right, with it being Friday, let's check out some of the biggest stories from this week in gaming with the Friday Replay. On Friday, July 8, 2022, former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was assassinated. What makes this video game related is that a far-right French politician pushed a false narrative over the weekend that Hideo Kojima was the shooter. French politician Damien Ryu tweeted out, quote, The far left kills, along with a couple of pictures of Hideo Kojima. Ryu also tweeted out a French comedian's tweet describing Hideo Kojima as a far-left extremist. Kojima Productions yesterday finally responded to Ryu's comments by saying, quote, Kojima Productions strongly condemns the spread of fake news and rumors to convey false information. We do not tolerate such libel and will consider taking legal action in some cases. In the end, Ryu did ultimately apologize for spreading misinformation, saying, quote, I naively took a joke for information. I didn't think people would make jokes about the assassination of a man, but I was wrong not to verify before sharing. My apologies to Hideo Kojima and the fans of Metal Gear. Though I do hope Kojima Productions does take up legal action because this political ideology of scapegoating every bad thing that happens to the opposition needs to stop. It happens in American politics, and unfortunately, we've exported that to other countries as well. To follow up on a story from March, Dr. Disrespect Studio Midnight Society has finally released a roadmap update for their NFT game, now called Project Moon. Midnight Society describes the game as, quote, a vertical extraction shooter. Our high-level gameplay goals are to capture the essence of arena shooter level design with the scale and scope of Battle Royale player counts and the session-to-session gameplay mechanics of extraction-based shooters. Founders and access pass holders will gain a, quote, snapshot of Project Moon later on this month. To refresh your memory from March, Founders and Access Passes are Midnight Society's stupid NFTs, and Snapshots are vertical slice builds of the game, essentially a pre-alpha version of the game that's used for development pitching or E3 presentations. Midnight Society is going to use these snapshots as content for Access Pass holders, but Founders gain access to these snapshots as play testers basically buying your way into becoming a quality assurance tester for Midnight Society. You know, the thing that just unionized over at Raven Software? Because founders will have the ability to issue feedback and vote on features being removed or included. Overall, I'm not impressed with Project Moon. The way Midnight Society pitched Project Moon four months ago was a, quote, new PvP multiplayer first-person shooter. Now we have the level design of PUBG mashed together with Quake alongside CSGO and Rainbow Six gameplay. I think it was kind of tough to tell from that word salad. 
Project Moon sounds like a mess regardless of its NFT scamming bullshit. According to the malware repository, VX Underground, Bandai Namco has been hit with a ransomware attack. VX Underground tweeted out, quote, Alf V Ransomware Group, alternatively referred to as Black Cap Ransomware Group, claims to have ransomed Bandai Namco. Black Cat's attack was confirmed by the ransomware watch group Darkfeed, which also tweeted out the same screenshot that VX Underground had. It's unclear, though, what Black Cat has taken from Bandai Namco. In the past, Black Cat has posted private employee data online when ransoms weren't paid, targeting school districts and for-profit companies equally. While employees at Bandai Namco have to worry about their private information being exposed, leaks from the publisher are already starting to make it out into the wild. A slate of releases for 2023 is making its way around Twitter, with Armored Core slated for Q1 2023, as well as new entries in the Dragon Ball Fighter Z and Xenoverse franchise, a new entry in the Tales series, Tales of Ascension, and Elden Ring Barbarians of the Badlands, which is allegedly slated for Q3 2023, but it's not clear if this would be a new entry into the series or DLC for the existing game. While the hack has been confirmed, I would take these leaks, and really all leaks, with a huge grain of salt. It's equally likely that someone proficient with Photoshop has cooked up these leaks as a way of getting attention. Nintendo of Japan updated their corporate social responsibility information on their website this week. Notably, Nintendo added a new benefits program called the Partnership System, giving Nintendo employees partners the same benefits that they receive regardless of sexual orientation. Nintendo of Japan also established this partnership system internally back in March of 2021. Nintendo's partnership system reads, quote, Although same-sex marriages are not currently recognized under Japanese law, this system ensures employees who are in a domestic partnership with a same-sex partner have the same benefits as employees in opposite-sex marriages. We have also established that a common-law marriage between couples will be observed in the same way as a legal marriage, which is pretty significant, not just for doing the bare minimum to enfranchise their LGBTQIA staff, it's significant because Nintendo is issuing this from their Japanese branch, because Japan just upheld its ban on same-sex marriage a couple of weeks back. Osaka District Court ruled that the ban on same-sex marriage does not violate the Japanese Constitution. And with where the United States politics are heading as well, the partnership system will most likely help Nintendo of America employees to keep their benefits. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back on Monday for even more video game news. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.